I have a feeling that this next segment is going to be very divisive for the cats and dog people out there. Cats can get COVID, but dogs can't, according to new research from Dalhousie University. Sabi Mathahav Baraja is the lead author on a study out of Dalhousie University in Halifax who um, claims this to be a fact. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Hey, Kelly. How's it going? It's going really well. So uh, I understand that you are a new transplant to uh, Halifax. You're originally from Toronto and listen to the station. So even more of a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for joining yeah, all us. all the time. All the time. I'm right from Brampton. So this is uh, great. Okay. From the B-Dot. <laughs> hey, I spent some time growing up in the B-Dot too. Who knows? We oh. might have been neighbors. Hey, so awesome. <laughs> let's talk about your study. What actually was the uh, motivator to conduct this study to find out uh, if if dogs can get COVID? Because we know that cats can based on the Bronx Zoo and their information yeah. that a lot of their large cats got it. That was actually the starting point. Uh, when the Bronx Zoo study came out or the news article, uh, we start because we're conventionally normally I work on cancer biology. So this is kind of a new domain for me, but uh, it was still within the realm, realm of evolutionary biology, which has been the focus of my Ph.D. So when the Bronx Zoo study came out, we, we, we immediately got interested into this idea of what, what other species are susceptible. Uh, if, if these tigers can catch the virus, then it's possible that our pets can also get the virus. So we were really interested in studying how the virus is transmitted, and if it is uh, found in our pets, then what do they play? What role do they play in spreading the virus? Okay, without getting too smart here for the room, how do you conduct a study like that? Uh, for, for us, uh, it was actually derived from a study in China where they, they did a functional study looking at how the infection of uh, different animals, uh, domestic animals that were in close proximity to uh, how, how they were affected by the virus. So they found that there was cats um, that were infected, ferrets that were infected, but when they tried to put the virus in dogs, they didn't really see vi the virus replicate. So th this, this was a growing concern because a number of people were reporting cases of dogs and cats getting the virus, but uh, it turned out that the virus doesn't really replicate in dogs. Uh, it must have been just the, the virus RNA, if you will, uh, being detected in these dogs. So we took this a little bit further, and what we did was we modeled exactly how the receptor that the virus targets uh, ch has changed in different organisms. And by modeling this, we were able to identify which species were then susceptible and which species weren't. And this extended to feline species in general, so cheetahs, lions, uh, panthers, and leopards, uh, as, a, as a whole set of organisms that were going to be infected by the virus or were susceptible to the virus. Uh, versus dogs and other carnivores like bears, uh, not so much. Uh, it seems like there are mutations in their receptor. Uh, if, you, if you think of the virus like uh, trying to get onto Velcro, uh, the mutations uh, are like little curves that keep the virus from getting on. So the virus can't really replicate inside your cell unless you can get on top of your cell, right? So, would you have had to have a virus like this? With So like dogs and bears, would they have in the past had to have some sort of coronavirus uh, in order to make sure they, well, allow their cells to mutate so that they couldn't, they, they could yeah. ward it off later. So, so that, that was one of the cool parts of our study. We were really looking at these bats because uh, bats are actually reservoirs for coronaviruses. And so what's interesting is when you look at the bat receptor, it's, it, it has a whole host of mutations, a, a whole set. Like 
they've they've evolved constantly from the host pathogen evolution's perspective uh, to deal with these viruses. And the same way, if dogs are having these mutations and these other organisms, it's possible that they had maybe encountered a a coronavirus-type virus in the past during their evolution. That's interesting. So if you, we know that dogs can't get it based on your study, uh, yeah. but cats can get it. Are we talking about all cats? Because we know that the Bronx Zoo cats did. They're the bigger cats. But should we be worried about our, our domesticated little pets that we have to clean up after? <laughs> so our pet cats, uh, they, do, they do carry the virus. The virus is able to replicate inside these organisms. But it, it turns out that with pet cats, they don't actually show any symptoms of the disease, which is, which is um, a fortunate thing for pet owners. Uh, the real issue with pet cats is now they're a vector for a transmission. So uh, the whole cra- uh, crazy cat lady stereotype, now we have to thoroughly thinking about it, right? Uh, if these cats can carry the virus and they're vectors for the virus. Uh, people recently showed, actually, after a study that the, the, virus can be, uh, the virus can be transmitted from cat to cat. So now oh. you have this other, or, yeah, so you, now you have this other organism that can just uh, relay the virus to other cats. And although Canada's cases are slowly decreasing in terms of coronavirus, uh, we are all expecting a second wave to occur later in the year. And so when the second wave happens, what type of role are these cats going to play? Are they currently dealing with their own infections? Uh, Is it possible for a cat to transmit the virus to humans? These are questions that we still have to answer. We're hoping our study starts... um, starts getting getting people interested and focused on this research area that hasn't really been explored yet. Well, that's all the more reason to keep your cats indoors and not let them, them roam around because you don't know who's touching them if they're possible vectors. Oh, I'm totally with you on that. I think I think during this time, like uh, stray cats is definitely something we have to think about. When it comes to adopting new cats, we have to make sure we're testing these cats to make sure they're okay. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're right, because I know a lot of homeowners, I, I, I did my undergrad in Peterborough, and I'd see cats everywhere. People would leave their cats out, which is great under normal conditions, but... Not uh, if you have a garden. Trust yeah. me. They, they use them, <laughs> and they use them at, at their need, and it is quite frequent. <laughs> but can I ask you one question here? It's about dog yeah. parks, because we only have about a you know, minute left, if that... Um, I, earlier on, we were talking to vets and they said, you know, keep your dogs away from other dogs, keep people yeah. from touching your dogs because dogs could be a vector based on your studies. Uh, do we not have to do that anymore? Is that not a worry? It, it doesn't seem like there's much risk involved, but I, I wouldn't want to say that our studies uh, end all be all because the, the reality is uh, different dog breeds might carry um, a more conserved receptor. So it's still something that requires a bit more research before we can definitively say, hey, you're fine. Cats are cool. But, uh, or sorry, uh, dogs are cool. I don't know if we'll ever say cats are cool, but I'm a dog person. so I'm totally a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I opted to that, even though I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it's, there's definitely more research that needs to be done, but uh, it, it, you could at least uh, breathe a sigh of relief when it comes to dogs from our study. Sabi, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, and uh, you got a lot more questions to answer, so I'm going to let you go and continue on <laughs> with your research. Thank you so much, Kelly. Cheers. That's Sabi Matha Varaja, who is the lead author on the study um, that says the cats can get COVID, but dogs can't. It's new research out of Dalhousie University.